This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'll tell you, Ken, this, this has been a week, my friend. Out of all the weeks, I am so glad we have a guest that brought three-plus cases of beer. I tell you, it's, it's Christmas came early this year. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for this bounty we are about to receive. It, it's funny, the uh, receptionist at the front actually stopped them on their way back. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 let these guys in. You just fast-tracked them back to the studio. Yeah, those are not possible. suspicious packages. <laughs> it is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour on All 94.9. It's Jeremy with me, as always, our San Diego Eddie Beer Evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright, and our guest of honor tonight. St. Archer Brewing doing uh, our yearly show. I think it was about this time last year. Yeah. A new cast of characters tonight. We've got Greg, the man behind R&D at St. Archer Brewing. Welcome. Hello. We've got Don. I have deemed you Mr. Marketing for this evening. I will take that. Mr. Marketing. And then sitting quietly in the corner, the lady responsible for all the PR, we've got Danny. So welcome to the program. Great to have you here. Thanks for bringing all the beer. Of course. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I mean, I've been watching your social media because I knew it was coming. I'm on such a kick for Mexican style lagers. Just everybody has a slightly different take on them. Everybody He's got a slightly different influence, and I know you guys had just rolled out Mexican lager. Yes. Is that what's in front of me right now? That is what's in front of you right now. That's we're one of the five beers we're going to drink tonight. We're oh! going to start it off yes! with the Mexican lager. Yes, because yeah, Ken drank mine. Was I not supposed <laughs> to do that? Ken actually warmed us up with a little bit of uh, Bohemia. That was Bohemia, your... that, that is my authentic, as in from actually from Mexico, Mexican lager. I love that one. So good. Oh, this might change your mind a little bit. Ooh. Hello, gorgeous. All right, so this... This is St. Arger Mexican Lager. Just straight up Mexican Lager. Right, straight yeah. up Mexican Lager. Keep it easy for everybody. You guys have been around for how long? Six years now? Coming up on six, yeah. Why have you waited this long to make a beer this good? Um, I think we're all fans, you I know? Mean, who isn't a fan is uh, the question. And, and, and that's the thing, is that people amongst the brewing community are being more drawn to these than IPAs right now because we've been drinking IPAs for 10 years. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a natural evolution of beer drinking. You know, I think you start with your domestic lagers, you move on to something that's a little more flavorful, ambers and maybe IPAs that are sessionable. And then eventually I feel like, like you're talking about, you get kind of burnt out on those kind of styles and you end up falling back into something a little more sessionable and light. So give me some stats on this beer. It's it's, it's beautifully, it's a beautiful color. I'm sensing just, just a little bit of corn in there. Yeah, so we kind of took a slightly standard approach to Mexican style lagers. We did German Pilsner, German Vienna, and flake corn. So that's where you're getting that residual sweetness from. There's, a, there's also a, like a, like a crispness on the front end of it. Yeah, we like to carb the hell out of it, make it nice and crispy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. The alcohol gets into your bloodstream more quickly if you carb but the hell out of this, it. This has got to be a low ABV beer. Under four, I think it's right about 4.8. That means I can have another one. <laughs> Jesus, Ken, that's Woo! number three, dude. Going the, to town. You realize the show just started, right? What, don't, don't, don't judge don't, me. Don't, don't, don't answer that. We're, we're going to play this song. We, we come back. <laughs> We've got another here. brand new beer. St. Archer just rolled out on the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's all 94.9. It is the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's Jeremy. With me, as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Mr. Ken Wright. We've got R&D man, Greg, and we've got Don from St. Archer Brewing right here in San Diego. We just finished a brand new 
beer to the lineup, the uh, the Mexican lager. And I must say, one of the things we didn't cover was the can of the beer is a very, very, very cool, cool color. And there's inspiration behind that, wasn't there? Yeah, absolutely. So since this is a Mexican lager, since we're neighbors with Mexico, so we take the can. The can's from the Sea of Cortez, that blue color that you get once you get into that side of the Baja Mexico. It's just what inspired us and what we want to pay ode to Mexico. Spent a lot Our of time there drinking beer, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the vaquitas live. You know about the vaquitas? Do I? Yeah, they're little tiny porpoises that live in the Sea of Cortez. There's only like two of them left. Dude, you with your, your whole zoology degree sometimes just <laughs> blow my mind the things that come out of your, your mouth. That's what I'm here for. All right, so this next beer, we, we've shifted from a very uh, very clear yellow beer to something of, this looks like, um, I don't know, what the hell is this? This is our new seasonal release of Razzleberry Goes. It's a goes with raspberries and blackberry puree. Can anybody who doesn't know what a goes is because it's becoming more common. A lot more common. But what is it exactly? A goes or a goza, so you don't confuse it with a goose, something entirely different. True. Read the write-up, kids. A goza is a very old-style German beer that is tart and often has a pinch of salt in it and uh, favored by cyclists, marathon runners, really anybody who wants to be refreshed and get those electrolytes back into their system. It's like beer is a recharge? This is basically Gatorade, only way better. <laughs> Stop it. You're giving me license to do way too much drinking. So it was this something you came up with in part of the R&D program? Yeah, this was brewed on the R&D program, yes. The five-barrel pilot system we have inside the brewery, yep. How did, how did this recipe start out? Did you just always want to make it goes? Yeah, we started off black Blackberry as our base goes, and um, from there uh, we tried raspberry, and we really just thought the two flavors would complement each other. The tartness from the, ras- the raspberries adds a little more to our base goes, so this one is particularly tart in my opinion, which adds to the refreshingness for sure. Mm. Um, and how you're talking about exercise, we pretty much like to call this beer working out. There you <laughs> go, drink up, it's good for you, kids. Wow, it's it's really refreshing and light, but there's there's a subtle tartness on the back end. Is this another beer that's uh, out in? distribution right now? Correct, yeah. It just hit the trucks as well. Same with Mexican Lager, kind of on the same boat. Mm. So they should be out here in the week. Is this a year-round beer or just seasonal? Seasonal, so get it while you Ooh, can. Uh, that's good to three know. Three months. It's only out for three months. You so. see the Razzleberry, you grab it you grab because it. you're going to want this as we get into spring and it starts to warm up. I mean, come on. Yes. We've had a couple of 70-degree days. San Diego weather is back. What <laughs> rain? I know what you're talking about. we got some music to go with this. We'll come back with that next on the Rock and Roll Happy Hour. It's all 94.9. Feeling it tonight, or it could be the, I don't know, what Ken, we've had a collective of four beers now at this point. It's the yeah. Rock and Roll Happy Hour on All 94.9 drinking with our friends tonight from St. Archer. Greg and Don, uh, they, they brought some really fantastic beers. We just wrapped up the Razzleberry Goes along with the uh, the Mexican Lager. We've been drinking some uh, some low ABV, uh, low ABV beers to this point. Good Lord. I'm not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Maybe we should go back, Jeremy. <laughs> I question the, the ABV on these beers now after hearing you talk. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Seriously. We, need to, yeah, we need to re-alkalize those. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got a feeling now that we're going into the IPA territory, especially in the Hazy IPA territory that we are about to jump up significantly. Uh, slightly, yeah. This is finishing at 6.2% ABV, so slightly on the lower side for IPA style in general, but still gets the job done. And uh, would, would you call this a New England style IPA? I don't know. I would call it just a hazy or juicy IPA. I think that's what they're calling it. Great. For... I hate the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> so your, your take on a, uh, a juicy style IPA, it's not as murky. 
sticky as some are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't look like unfiltered apple cider like some of them do. Right. So, I mean, how did you, how did you approach this beer? Is it filtered at all? Walk me through your progression because it's it's interesting to me. Every brewer and every brewery has a different take on how to make this beer. Oh, definitely. It's it's still a new style, and I feel like it's uh, like kind of a heavily debated topic. And like you said, everybody's kind of doing it differently. Um, for us, we do a very very heavy dry hop, a double dry hop. So we do one at about day two in the tank. Then we do a second dry hop as well. And then for filtration, yeah, we do run it through a centrifuge. So it's not going to have that boogery, murky look. Boogery! <laughs> it, it still has a certain haze to it. Is that just protein suspended in the beer that don't get filtered out? Yeah. When we are when we are filtering it through the centrifuge, we're just trying to get the yeast out of it. We're not really worried about getting all the protein out of it. And yeah, it's just the, the double dry hop and a very, very heavy amount to create that haze for us. You, you put many hops in the boil on this one? We don't. But it, it, it still has a substantial mouthfeel to it with a lot of hop floral characteristics, but in just the slightest bit of bitterness going back in. Yep. I, I, I'm, I really like this. This is um, this is kind of a day drinking beer as well. <laughs> of course, you might, you, might, you might get there a little quicker this way, but man. Dude, I left my cell phone on and Siri's talking to me about espresso places in New England that I can go to. Sorry. It's amazing what your phone will find. <laughs> There's something that's coming up in your tasting room here just around the corner that I want to talk about next. We'll get to that. Uh, but I want to play this first. It's the Rock and Roll Happy Hour, Alt 94.9. Oh, Ken, you have no idea. I managed to sneak a, uh, a sip of this next beer. Yeah? Uh, this, I, I definitely put under Mad Scientist, amazing, blow your mind kind of beer. Oh. It is the Rock oh. and Roll Happy Hour, Alt 94.9. It's Jeremy, along with our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright, and St. Archer. We've got R&D man, Greg, which perfectly floats into this next beer, and, uh, and Don Mr. Marketing, can you market a beer like this, or is this just something you put out there? And <laughs> this is what we put out there. As long as you guys come into the tasting room, and if enough people buy it, we'll bring uh, it to market. I, I I would love to see this in bottles we because can. this presents so well. I guess uh, now I should actually let Greg talk about it, what this beer is. What did you make? What is this? <laughs> All right. So the style of beer is a sour IPA with raspberries and coffee, and it's uh, clocking in at 5.9 percent ABV. Dude. So it's less than the beer we just had, but yep. it's like tripled in the the nose and the flavor and the roundness. I would have thought that the that this having more body had more alcohol than the hazy IPA. Totally. So it's kind of a weird process that I decided to do on this one. It's actually two separate recipes completely combined into one. Um, so how we were talking about raspberry goes, I pretty much brewed raspberry goes with just raspberries, and then I did a hazy IPA on top of it with a ton of wheat. Really? So that's where you're getting that body from. Wait, there's weed in here? No, no, he said wheat jackass (laughs) so it's two separate beers so i make a very tart version and then a hazy ipa so i get the body from the hazy with all the wheat and then i also get the sourness from the goes and the raspberries wow i'm I'm just blown away by the complexity of this beer it's like every every sip i'm getting something else and as it as it warms up on the back of my tongue as it's going down it's like there's different flavors that are being presented to my palate it's this is this is like a multi-layered really expensive ass wine oh my god yeah see that's what i'm talking about right there that face You, it's it's unclassifiable to call it a sour IPA is doing this beer a grave injustice. Yeah, I I, I would not even I would not even affix IPA to the name. Mm. But what else hops. do you call it? There's there's hops. There's tartness. There's coffee. There's dessert. <laughs> no. We have a marketing guy right here. What do we call it, Don? <laughs> call it delicious. Delicious. <laughs> this is that scene from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where you have it's like oh it's turkey.
turkey dinner. Oh. oh, mashed potatoes. Here's the turkey. Oh, blueberry pie. Was that the gobstopper? You're talking about the lickable wallpaper. I don't know. I was so high when I watched <laughs> that movie. I don't really remember. <laughs> we're gonna take a break <laughs> when we come together. back. We're we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into something with a uh, wax top, which means uh, we're going we're going barrel aids. <laughs> we're going big ABV, and we're going uh, to sleep underneath this console for the next three hours. Spiraling <laughs> out of control at this point, and I got a feeling it's not gonna get any better as we get into our last beer tonight. It is oh, the it's rock gonna get better. <laughs> it is the rock and roll happy hour on all ninety. It's Jeremy with me as always, our San Diego indie beer evangelist, Ken Wright. You look just as rosy-cheeked as I do, so don't I even do, start. Yeah, I, I look almost as rosy as this beer I'm still Wait, sipping on. That that was the, the two beers ago, wasn't it? No, that was the last beer. I don't want this the, journey the, the, to end, the beer, man. The beer that you're going to drink next looks like this. Yes. Heart of darkness. So tonight we're drinking beers with our friends from St. Archer. We've got the R&D man, Greg. We've got the uh, marketing man, Don. And we've uh, we've already plowed through their sour IPA, which was one of Greg's brainchild. And mm-hmm. God, Dude, we we got to come up with a different name for that. Sour IPA does not do it justice. Um, I don't, I don't know. Orgasm in a glass was taken. <laughs> <laughs> the hazy IPA before that, and then uh, the raspberry goes, and the Mexican lager. B- two brand new beers, which uh, you should definitely check around uh, the bottle shops near you because that is rolling out, and you're gonna want that. These warmer days. Oh, Ken, that's a strong pour. That is a strong pour. Heavy, is heavy hand, hand right now. Clumsy me. <laughs> so uh, the the last beer, I I, I, I can already tell. You've saved a big one for us. What are we drinking? We are drinking uh, coconut stout from Tuscan Grain, which is our barrel age program. Oh yeah, we know this one. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this is a, this is a beer that we've actually had a couple of different versions of over mm-hmm. the, la- the last couple of years because I know you guys have a uh, anniversary that's coming up around the corner. It's the sixth anniversary on when when was it? May eighteenth. May eighteenth. And last year, I know you guys did a complete party that you didn't have to RSVP for. You didn't have to buy tickets for. You just came to the brewery and hung out. Is it going to be that same deal this year? Yeah, we're doing the same setup, so we're going to have a couple live bands in our parking lot. We're closing off our parking lot. We're going to have a couple bands of stage. We're going to have a kids area. Bring your kids. Bring the family. Wait, you, family you, friendly. Wait, whoa, wait it's, whoa, it's family whoa, friendly? Whoa. Family friendly. Oh, baby. Last year, we had White Buffalo. We're going to have a oh, big yeah. band this year. Actually, somebody proposed during what? the White Buffalo set. No way. Wow. Somebody got engaged. So uh, any hints on uh, who you're going to have playing? Well, that's a tight, closed lip secret. Stop Ooh. it. Get him, another, get him another pour of that beer. We're going <laughs> to pry that in by the end of the show. It's, it's beers like this that uh, I imagine you're going to be tapping for your sixth anniversary. These yeah. are these these are special beers. You'll yes. have, uh, you know, all kinds of fun things like that. And this, well, uh, w- w- I don't even think we got into what this is. I got so distracted talking about their anniversary. <laughs> yeah. um, this is the the uh, Tuscan Grain Coconut Stout Bourbon Barrel Aged. Yes, sir. I think this is a third iteration right now. Who's oh. counting? Yeah. <laughs> Who's counting? It's 12% straight up. <laughs> There's so many good notes in this beer that it's hard to describe because, one, it's not a bourbon bomb. There's so many bourbon barrel aged stouts that just, that you feel like you're licking the inside of a bourbon barrel. If you want to lick the inside of a bourbon barrel, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want balance... This beer right here—it's it's not overly boozy. You nope. can taste the coconut. Well, you're you're getting you're getting the coconut. You're getting vanilla notes. You're getting that, yeah. that warm, sweet roastiness yeah. of the malt. Oh, I'm feeling warm and sweet right now. <laughs> can I change seats with somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Ken, seriously, you're drunk. Go home. <laughs> Thank you guys for bringing the beer tonight. Amazing, amazing stuff. You're awesome. Thank you. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you. Uh, when is it? Anniversary December, May 18th. We'll um, see everybody out there. I'm going to be there. We'll just have the kid, the kid wrangling pin. I'll throw mine in there. And just watch him explode. Come in!
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.